0: Welcome back to More Than Friends, the podcast celebrating the vibrant lives within the LGBTQ community. I'm Diane, your host, and today we'll be diving into the world of roller derby with Malta's first and only team, the Honey Island Rollers. In this jam packed episode, I chat with four members of the Honey Island Rollers, Marina, Calypso, Spyro and Swiffer. Fun fact, every player in roller derby goes by a derby name, but you'll hear all about that later. In the meantime, we traced back to the Honey Island Rollers grassroots beginnings, and how breaking stereotypes and fostering inclusivity make roller derby more than just a game. We also talk about their upcoming rookies intake for the 2024 season. The Rollers may or may not have convinced me to join, but you'll have to listen to the end to find out. So lace up your skates, we're hitting the rink with the Honey Island Rollers. Hi, and welcome to the Honey Island Rollers. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Would you care to introduce yourselves? Very okay, sorry with you. <laughs> you're looking at me, so I'm going
1: to start. <laughs> Hello, my name is Maria. My pronouns are she, her. And my derby name is Calypso. I chose it because I, don't know, I wanted something kind of short and snappy. And I like Greek mythology. And it's something connected to the Maltese Islands. It just felt right also. So I had a whole list of different names to choose from. And that's, that's the one that stuck, <laughs> I suppose. I've been doing derby now for almost two years.
2: Cool. My yeah. name is Stal, or my derby name is Spyro. I chose it because I used to play the Spyro game a lot, like a little okay. purple dragon. Yep. And also, like, I, during my job, I use a lot of fire. So,
3: <laughs> wait, I work
2: at the science center. I set people okay. on fire. It's very safe. <laughs> okay. But I told them this. And they're like, your derby name has to be something about fire. And so I was like, little purple dragon that runs fast and okay. has fire. Yeah. This is me now. And I've been doing derby for about two years as well. Oh, and my pronouns are they, them.
3: I'm Jodie. My pronouns are she, her. My official derby name is Slayla Swift because I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I'm really excited because any excuse to talk about Taylor Swift. But everyone calls me Swiffer because it's a bit quicker to say, not like the mop. <laughs> I've been doing derby for like three years now, but I started skating as a teenager because I watched Whip it. <laughs>
4: That's it. Hi. I'm Kami, and my derby name is Marina, which means uh, More eel in Maltese. I wanted something that's Maltese, but also like weird and a bit creepy. Perfect. My pronouns are she, her, and I've been skating with Honey Island Rollers for three years, I think. And I'm also the treasurer of Honey Island Rollers, which is a huge responsibility because I get to decide how the money is spent. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Oh, Yes. <laughs> a lot of spreadsheets. <laughs> you love the I spreadsheets. I do no. love them, yes. But it's a lot of work.
0: <laughs> so this is really exciting having you guys here. Because I remember when the Highland Island Rollers started and, I, and a couple of friends of mine had actually like, they were joining it or they were kind of asking me if I wanted to join. And I was a bit like, the only thing I know about roller derby is what I learned from the movie Whippet. And I like my face too much. <laughs> so I'm not sure. But... I feel like having you guys here, you can dispel some myths about roller derby and really take us on a journey of what it means to be rolling on the derbs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so first of all, I mean, most of us saw it, fits, right? And we're like, this is what it is. But okay, first major difference is it's on a flat track. So bank track roller derby is a thing, mostly in America. I think there's a few leagues in Europe, but it's not as popular because building bank tracks is complicated and expensive. Okay. So what most of us play, even in America at this point and all over Europe is, and other places. But anyway, what the most of us play is flat track roller derby. So like for us, it's just like tape on the ground and you have a track. And it's, it is a full contact sport, but it's less violent than something like it makes it seem. Like there is contact. There you can hit people hard, but there are rules, right? So like you can't hit people's back, you can't just go around punching people (laughs) or flags. (laughs) No, nothing above the shoulders. No kicking. No kicking, no. Yeah.
0: So what is the goal of the the game? So
1: basically, a lot of people ask us sometimes when we don't feel like giving the very long explanation because it's quite a complicated sport with a lot of rules even like we know people who've been playing it for a long time and still if you ask them about certain rules, they have to look up mm-hmm. things because they're changing all the time mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of things are up to the ref's discretion kind okay. of. Like,
0: uh, on side there I guess. I what? don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what so Sorry means. we're not that's that no, kind of sporty. That's the problem that nobody knows what offside is in football. That's why I said it. I, do, I
3: know nothing about football. Don't
0: I know that so offside is a big thing. that <laughs> people are, uh... I don't think
3: people that know what offside means knows what offside means. <laughs> yeah anyway so
1: the refs are quite important and what people ask us a lot is whether we have a ball because we compare it to I suppose, or like, or oh, yeah, we yeah. compare it to rugby, but on skates, because that's like mm-hmm. something that people might might understand. There's no ball. There is a person who we call a jammer. They have the position of a jammer, and we tell them apart from uh, they they have a helmet cover with a star on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> they need to basically go through the other blockers and left the okay. more times they manage to lap uh, which is quite difficult if you have good blockers the more points they get like okay. each person they lap from uh, they they pass from the opposing team they get more points okay basically that's where the contact comes in because the blocker needs to need to block the jammer and the jammer needs to rap- skate through them find mm-hmm. gaps and then there are different styles mm-hmm. there are jammers who are quite aggressive and They will hit you and you don't know what has hit you. (laughs) And there are jammers, like Spyro, I would say. And they are very agile. They jump. They really like juking, we call it. So they they go to the right and then go to the left. So they confuse the blockers.
0: And one minute you see them, one minute they're hiding and they're gone. Okay. So that's like the dynamic of the sport is that there's kind of this creativity that you can put in. Yeah. And how you. Yes.
4: You can choose your style. Yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah, the jammer is focused on passing through, and the blockers are focused mostly on on not mm-hmm. letting the opposing jammer pass through. Okay. They mm-hmm. can help also their jammer pass through by by uh, doing offense mm-hmm. on the opposing um, blockers.
4: Yeah. And you also have a pivot who has like a combined role. So they have a stripe on their helmet, mm-hmm. not like the jammer who has a star. And their role can change. So usually they start off as a blocker, and if the jammer passes her star to the pivot, they can become the jammer and they are the only one with this power.
0: Oh wow, and that's why they pivot. They pivot. All right. So
4: they become the new jammer and now they have the power to score points. So the old jammer is no longer the jammer and they can like go ahead. It's usually used when the jammer is having trouble or even to confuse the other team, the jammer might take off the star and then put it back on. That's really interesting. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like roller derby, again, when I mentioned that my only it was through a movie, it's really new here. What you guys are doing is really
2: mm-hmm.
0: innovative.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not something that I don't, I don't think that... I, I won't say there's never been anything like it on the island, but what you're doing is definitely new.
4: We started in 2020. Pandemic. Yeah. Fun. And we, I think the, the point of the league starting was to have a sport that is for
0: queer people.
4: I mean, it's, it is a queer sport and it isn't because we don't discriminate. We don't say you have to be queer to play, not mm-hmm. at all, but if you're queer, you're super welcome here, which mm-hmm. is really
2: important. I think it's also one of the only sports that's very trans inclusive. Like you can show up, be like, I have date and pronouns. Everyone's like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. We'll call you that. Do you feel like that was something that was really
4: needed? I mean, definitely, yes. definitely. So roller derby is primarily a women's sport. And what that means is if you want to play, if you want to be on the track, then you have to be, you identify as a woman or you're comfortable using female pronouns or you're okay playing in a women's sport. So that Mm. means that if you are non-binary, if you're okay playing a women's sport, then you're very welcome. Mm -hmm. If you are a man, then you're welcome to ref, but (laughs) you're not going to be on the track. Okay. And yeah, I think we really needed that here because there isn't really a sport that accepts everyone. Is there? I don't know.
0: Uh, I think... Considering all of the like distinctions people try to make of male sports, yes. women's sports yes. and, and kind of the different leagues. And this is just something where it's okay to be queer. Yes. And exactly. and it's geared towards queer people. It's mm-hmm. not even yeah. okay. It's geared yes, towards exactly. that.
4: Yeah. And we're seeing a lot in <clears throat> international sports where trans people are not being welcome to play competitively. Mm-hmm. And that's like so unacceptable to us. We're like, no, please come play with
2: us. Yeah, and this yes. isn't something like the fact that you can be trans or like non-binary and play. It's not something within our league. It's something within derby in general. Yes, uh-huh. that's like even culture. historically, it's always been very accepting of trans people and very welcoming of whoever wants to play.
0: Yes. And I never really got it because it's just like we all have arms and legs and right. we just want to play. And <laughs> yes. I mean... You guys
2: want i i don't want to play I, I just stare and watch. maybe until the end will convince you
0: <laughs> that can be a bit like please go for it let's see if you manage i'm historically stubborn um, so how did you guys get into this how did it all start
3: so i can say how i got into it like marina was there at the beginning and i was part of the first rookies after that i just moved to malta in 2020 in september and I was didn't have any many friends. <laughs> the people that I lived with. Um, and then I saw on Facebook events that there was a open day for roller derby, and I've always been, as I said, obsessed with whip it. So I was like, gotta go. Nice. So I went. I was by myself, I was very intimidated, but I remember seeing Marina. <laughs> you just you kept screaming every time someone hit <laughs> you. I still and I was do like, to this day. No. <laughs> And I was like, I'm very scared of contact, and Whippet was quite scary. As fun as it looked, I was quite scared of contact. But then I was like, oh, if someone's being hit and screaming, I think that would be me. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's give it a go. So then I bought all the gear, and then Rookie started, I think, in January. So I'd made, like, some friends already, like, obviously moving to a new country and stuff, so it was just, like, a win-win. Yeah. And I've never been a sporty person, but I've always really enjoyed roller skating, so this was kind of, like, a good fitness thing
0: that's the impression I'm getting that it's not the kind of sport that you have to be sporty to do
3: I think to be good at it you do have to be like a bit (laughs) sporty but I think once you get into roller derby you kind of want to you know go to the gym and work on strength and stuff to be better Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can start off like not very fit yeah like a sporty person true roller derby you become a sporty person yeah one specific sport none of yeah. the other sports. <laughs> I think once you
0: commit to the cause and it's just like we're a team working together to win the next game uh, then you then you'll make the effort because it's just you have uh-huh. a cause in mind it's not just like yeah, you have i a have reason. to play a sport because I'm being graded on it, or because my parents are making me go, whatever.
1: I think I had just gone through a breakup. (laughs)
0: That's (laughs) That's how all great stories start. (laughs) It is how all great stories start. For me, for
1: sure, because whenever I'm in that mindset, I I need distractions. I didn't grow up a sporty person. I'm more like, arty reading, like, I'm that kind of person. But... I always liked the idea of skating and I I knew how to inline skate a little bit. So I thought this might not be too hard for me. Mm-hmm. It was very hard <laughs> anyway, but I very quickly became obsessed with it. Basically, I made a very nice group of friends who were also very like pushing themselves and together we really improved a lot. Yeah. And and then I just kept, like, I'm still obsessed with it. <laughs> Almost two years.
2: <laughs> I don't remember how yeah. I, like, first heard of Honey Island Rollers. I remember, so we do rookies, which is, like, our recruitment thing where, like, we teach people to skate. I remember I had seen one, which was, like, the year before I joined, and I was like, no, like, it's still kind of COVID. I'm like, maybe not. Mm. And then, like, I was following the page, and throughout the year, like, I had regrets because it looked, like, fun. <laughs> so then the next year when they were, like, rookies, I was like, yes, now I will go. And I went to one... Uh, it was just like kind of an open class kind of thing where you could just like rent skates and like do it for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I never looked back. I was Aww. like, this is my new obsession. <laughs> I care about it the most. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember
4: you at that skate class. You really got into it. I was so happy.
2: You were great. <laughs> like, oh my
4: God, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, we had done, um, that's where we got the flags. We had done uh, Honey Island Roller Lab, uh, which was a funded project funded by the government, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the point of this was to bring roller skating, not derby, roller skating to communities. So we did a few classes with different minorities. We did it with the Migrants Association, we did one with the
2: deaf-mortal.
4: Deaf Association, yeah, MGRM, and we did one Gozo as well, and it was a really nice. great way to meet people and show them skating
0: because it's not really a culture here. Mm-hmm. but this was well with all the potholes it's difficult. yeah <laughs> yeah it's not really barbie and ken Ben's speech. <laughs> I, mean, I think skating is really accessible to a degree obviously but there's something about the speed of it and it's not really and you can i i feel like i'm, I'm quite i'm i'm <sighs> not an active person and i struggle with sport activities but whenever I've done skating, I've really enjoyed it because the wheels give you speed. If mm-hmm. I'm not fast, but the wheels are fast, then I'm, I become kind of fast. <laughs> and you got the wind in your hair. It's <laughs> so <laughs> thrilling. And it's very oh, thrilling. I it. Yes, I really
4: enjoy it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. And there are
4: so many different skate sports. So you can do like rollerblading, which is, I guess, more for speed and movement. Mm-hmm. You can do dance skating, skate, skate yeah. park
3: skate <laughs> park skating, <laughs> <laughs> which
4: tal- is a really adventurous person going into the bowls oh yes
2: I love the ramps it gives yep. you so
4: much adrenaline so yeah there's really loads agree. of things that you can do and it is accessible you just need a pair of skates and you can do it at home if you want to do like a few
2: <laughs> I used to do laundry on skates yes, like just really? to practice like wow. during rookies I was like I need to wear these skates as much as possible So I would like get like open like do a load of laundry have my little clothes horse like two rooms away go like grab one sock do like a little transition a turn and then skate to the line and like put it there and then go back Oh, sweet. It took so long. It's <laughs> <I was so> like <laughs> <happy. laughs> when
0: they tell you to break in a pair of heels, but you've yeah. broken a pair of skates. Yes, basically. That's really cool.
2: To start doing that again because I got new skirt, new <laughs> skates, <laughs> and they hurt. <laughs> Great. I don't think Marina told us how she got into roller coaster.
4: Yes, I wasn't sure if you mentioned it earlier. Um, no, I didn't tell you. I was part of the first intake, Gen Zero. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was pandemic times and. I had been running for like, I am a runner. I do running not very well, but I do it. And I've been running for, I had been running for 10 10 years. And I was like, wow, 10 years, (laughs) time for something new. You didn't stop running. I didn't stop running. No, I'm still running. I'm running right now. Uh, (laughs) Don't look at cameras. (laughs) Where was I? Okay, running. But I wanted to try something different. And running is a solo sport. And roller derby is the opposite of that. So I was thinking, I'm going to be terrible at this because I'm not used to playing for a team I'm just like out there for myself and one really big challenge about it was that when you're on your own you can't disappoint anyone except yourself Mm -hmm. but when you're in a team Mm -hmm. you have a lot more people to disappoint and that took me so long to get over even to this day I'm still like am I gonna perform I don't know oh yeah I bought the skates and I turned up and it was really hard I fell so much and I just kept getting up I don't know how I Managed to do that because I'm not the most confident person, but I did. And I practiced at home on my roof again and again. And I managed to do the things. And now I'm here three years later and we're thriving. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and an amazing skater, you know.
4: I'm an okay skater.
2: You were like, when we're doing rookies, I would watch you go so fast. And I'd be like, I would like to I do be like so that. fast. I like going fast. <laughs> but we're now really, you're faster like than going. me. Uh-huh. You're really faster elegant. than me now. Oh, I think we're like the same
0: no, we're not. <laughs> you guys have a really nice sense of camaraderie between you. So I can definitely see how coming together and bonding over this sport has like opened up these new relationships in your lives. Do you f- like, can you give us some examples or some anecdotes of Yes. Part of running a league
4: is that it's grassroots. Mm-hmm. It's for the skaters by the skaters. So we all have a job to do, we all depend on each other to do their- each job so that the league can run. And one really cool thing that we did was that we went to Malaga to play our first games. Ah. And that was a huge team effort because everyone had to help with fundraising, with organization, with getting there and having uniforms and stickers and lots of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can say our favorite memories from Malaga. Oh,
3: gosh. Okay, super. Okay, so (laughs) Malaga was magical. I think my favorite memories is like, so I didn't play, I've grown a little bit of a fear of contact we don't need to get into it it's all right <laughs> <laughs> so I was like on the bench team making sure everyone was okay but as soon as the first game finished everyone just cried
2: Aww, we didn't win, <laughs> we, did we, win. Lost. We, we lost, lost really badly
0: <laughs> so that that's why
1: it was, was just tears. like we no. no there no. were happy
2: tears
3: <laughs> oh okay <laughs> we didn't care that
1: much about it it was awesome. I mean it, it was very emotional for all of us mm-hmm. because for a while for since the start, I think we weren't really seeing ourselves competing because mm-hmm. we're the only league in Malta. We struggled to have even, in training, we struggle to do scrimmages, which is like games within training mm-hmm. um, because we are never enough people. Mm-hmm. It was just, it seemed impossible for a really long time to actually go and compete. And in the beginning, before we managed to have like, Island Rollers against Helsinki and, and uh, Las Houdas from Malaga, we were thinking that we would join some other skaters and play against another team, but it wouldn't just be us mm-hmm. against someone mm-hmm. else. So when that actually happened, and we managed to play two full games. And wow. everyone was, for me, like no one got hurt and I was really happy for <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. And... No, we didn't win. I was not expecting us to win. But we managed. We did it. You know, it was, it was such a big deal. It mm-hmm. was it was, it was so much, like, work.
3: <laughs> like, the whole... Even from the start, like, to just have enough people and then just the logistics of getting there. There was so much work behind it. Yes, a massive achievement. Mm. And, and that's really it, eh? Because if you
0: guys are starting something, again, from grassroots, and you're the league, it's... Yep. it's how, how many people are you in the Honey Island? 16. Brothers? 16. And how many people do you need...
1: And that's 16, including refs and uh-huh. and the souls. We don't have any
0: souls currently in the, in the league. Exactly. So it's a massive achievement it's to have so gone amazing. from just starting out to competing in an international league. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah. So then after the first game, like this, the all the emotions of like getting there, like we
3: all just started sobbing. You know? Yeah. Aww. Literally just sobbing. There's like a group picture of us against the team that they played. <laughs> Marina, and lips Yeah. just crying. They're Aww. like "Oh, I love those photos. It's, it's so, so funny. Very good. Special. very special. They're very
1: special. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are. Though. They I, can't, I can't even. It's like we, cry, we cried a lot and it was a lot of nerves and it wasn't just happiness. Don't get me wrong. It was like scary. It was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. I'm not going to lie. Especially... When I saw the other teams coming out, and Helsinki is a very big team, and are they Britain. tall? <laughs> the thing is, before we got there, we were looking at images and like, oh my god, she looks terrifying. <laughs> they were, I mean, usually the people you think are going to be scary are the ones that play fairest, you know? okay, fair enough. And the ones that you think we they don't look that tough like wow okay like you can't <laughs> underestimate in, in derby it doesn't mean because someone is massive they're gonna hit you the hardest no. Um, no not at all and that's another beautiful thing like there are people of all sizes and shapes yes, and everyone has their strengths and they just use those strengths mm-hmm. you know there it, there is no like derby shape you have to be like mm-hmm. basketball you have to be taught no you can be whatever and that's that's um, I really like that
0: it's about what you contribute to the team yeah as an individual you'll be
2: better at one thing or the other Mm -hmm. depending on
1: and your character too if you're more like strategic if you're more brave or just like that will really help within the the group
0: Mm -hmm. for those people who are interested in roller derby but maybe are a bit scared of the contact or want to join but you know have varying levels of commitment what else is available for them to do
2: Okay, so not everyone who's in the league does contact. So we have the skaters who are playing derby and that those are the people like doing the contact, playing the sport. But then we also have referees. Mm -hmm. And like to play a proper game of roller derby you need like seven referees, I think. And they're all on skates. Okay. Because it's like yeah, like they're looking out for penalty. There's people inside the track, outside Mm -hmm. the track, like making sure everyone's playing safely. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of different penalties you can get. So you can be a ref if you want to be on skates, but you don't want to hit people. Okay. And then if you just like roller derby, but you don't even like skating, there's also non-skating officials, mm-hmm. which are the people who do like penalty box, like they keep the scores, they do lots of like the logistics of the game. Mm-hmm. And again, you need like a bunch of them to run a game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but they're just there because they love the sport, but maybe don't want to skate right there or don't even want to learn how to skate. Mm-hmm. But they're still very much <laughs> part of the community of derby. Think, as,
0: as someone who, again, knows so little about sports, when you speak about it like that then I start thinking of other sports and it's true there are so many people involved beyond Mm -hmm. the people who are performing so to speak like theater which is there's a role for everyone there's a role for everyone (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) we'll see we'll see what about so case in point what about like volunteering and stuff what's available there so much
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: I don't know. Okay, we have um, there are some people who are like friends of the league, and mm. we skate with them maybe at the skate park, but they don't play roller derby. And when we have a game, we call them to help us out with other tasks that aren't refereeing or non-skating officiating, like what are the roles?
1: It's jam timer. No, no. That's, uh, that's like, like the NSL.
3: merch table. Merch table. <laughs> oh, Yeah, okay. volunteers
1: like that, and we're not. Even
3: yeah, straight. so there's like. Mm-hmm.
4: people who make Greaches. sure that the tape on the track is <laughs> down oh, yeah. on the track and we call
2: them track honeybees oh cute
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> i love how um, malta themed the uh, names are that's very sweet
2: trying to like even have drills with, like maltese names or like yeah. signals to each other during the game so then we're like you know if we say if we say inside and outside the track mm-hmm. so we say like joe abara like in maltese. That's great. That's people great. don't know what you're saying you know yes
3: very true yeah they're yeah. some of the only maltese words I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If someone wants to join
1: the league, how does that work? I mean, it, it depends, but most people join through the Rookie program, um, which is a program we run currently every year. This year, it's going to start in January. So if you're interested at all, make sure to um, follow us on social media so you, you can get the annou- announcements and application forms. Whatever. You can also subscribe to our mailing list and you'll receive an email. <laughs>
0: Hardcore marketing.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and for joining the Rookie Program, you don't need to know how to skate. You don't really need to be particularly sporty. I mean, it helps. Again, it's a contact sport and skating, learning how to skate is not easy. I'm not going to say like, you know, (laughs) it's for everyone. It's not for everyone. But for sure, if you're thinking, wow, that looks fun, try it because it's it's such a nice feeling of freedom that it gives you. Yeah so we, we uh, have this program in January and we educate people like from from beginning like they didn't, you don't need to know anything and then eventually it leads up to being part of the league and whenever that person is comfortable they can start to play with us but we again we don't really pressure anyone. You can come into it maybe thinking of not wanting to do contact. It's fine. Or maybe you need to figure it out still. Like we're we're very open to. And a lot of rookies
2: isn't even contact. Like the first thing we do in rookies is teach you how to fall down safely. Mm -hmm. like It's not like you show up for rookies the first day and someone's hitting you. Like the first seven weeks, (laughs) it's a 10 week course. The first seven weeks has barely any contact. I would say almost no contact. Maybe it's seven, week seven is when we start. Mm-hmm. So you can get comfortable skating. You get comfortable on how to skate safely, like around people and all that. And then eventually you move on to contact, mm-hmm. like very gently. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you keep at it, you do it a bit less gently.
1: It takes everyone a different amount of time. So some people will learn really quickly and they're immediately like, okay, I this sport is for me. And some people won't, you know, will, will take their time, and then eventually maybe do contact or not. Like it, everyone is reading really encouraged to go at their own pace. After mm-hmm. all, it's not it's not easy, and it's not just physically like mentally
0: also. It's it, it's challenging to uh-huh. play a contact mm-hmm. sport like also. you mentioned earlier, kind of like with the blocking and the different styles, the dynamics of the game, mm-hmm. of, yeah. of tricking the other players and mm-hmm. stuff.
1: So, mm-hmm. 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 but
0: there's there's like. We encourage people when
1: we feel like they're ready, but because a lot of times, I feel like new people m- might want to do it, and you see it in them, but they're, they're scared to either let the the, the team down or mm-hmm. maybe they're not very comfortable with hitting us,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a lot of patience, I feel.
1: Yeah. So
0: do you feel yeah. like because you just kind of mentioned the whole like hitting thing, and it it's such an unfeminine thing to do, but it, it, is that part of, like, the joy of it? Do you yes. feel empowered where you're able to kind of let this energy out? Yes, it's it's pretty great to hit
2: people. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of
0: fun. <laughs> like, we love each other, but
1: we also encourage each other to to hit mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when a skater hits me really hard and really well, I'm like, well done. Yes. I'm, not, yes. Yes. I'm happy. I'm not like, ah, why did you do that? And like, We're never like... Uh, actually do
0: that to me because then you can do it to
1: an, opposing, mm-hmm. like
0: an opponent. Mm. Yeah. And but I guess that's part of the training as well is that you learn how to hit. Yes. Yeah. It's not just randomly hitting someone.
4: No, absolutely it's, not. It's done there's tactfully. Technique. It's, yeah. There's a technique. There's, yeah. Technique. Yeah. there's a lot
2: of rules of like how to do it safely. Like that's why there's so many penalties so you can't hit yes. people unsafely. And you need to be super
1: stable on your skates to hit yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when someone starts to get that, like they're hitting you hard. Um, we we hit many times to push people out of the check. So We're never
4: hitting to hurt a person. No. We're yes, hitting yes, to yes. take their space.
0: And technically, I suppose that if you're on wheels and something, it's... Yes, you're not really hitting... It's not too... <laughs> To opposing forces no. and stopping. No, it's an opposing force, and then you move mm-hmm. with it. Exactly. So that's very interesting. Okay, that that seems a bit less. You are you convinced?
1: I'm convinced it's working. Um, I mean, we also wear a lot of protective
0: gear.
3: Uh, yes. What kind of
0: gear is involved?
3: So there's a helmet. There's a mouth guard, elbow pads, wrist guards, knee pads. I think that's it. Yeah. That's it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, that's it. Full that's body. It's a lot. Especially in the summer. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. hot.
2: Um, <laughs> and it might seem like a big investment to buy all these things. Even when we buy knee pads, we're like, don't get like cheap knee pads because you're going to be falling a lot. Yeah. You're going to be like, you want to protect your knees, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the good thing about Rookies is because of the project we did, we have a lot of gear. Okay. So you can do the whole of Rookies without buying a single thing. Right. You can cool. rent the skates, rent <laughs> all the gear. And then if you decide you want to continue and you want to get your own, obviously you're very welcome to do that. And mm-hmm. we can give you all the advice about what you mm-hmm. should get. Mm-hmm. But if you're just like not sure and you're like, oh, I don't want to spend like a chunk of money on something I'm unsure about. About mm-hmm. 250
4: euros, I think. Something. Yeah, I think like yeah. a beginner
2: set is like 250-ish.
4: Yeah, but So we have everything. Hypothetically,
0: Yes. if someone wanted to join, they would join rookies where... The level of investment is very low because you guys provide the equipment. There's It's a 10-week program?
4: Yep. 10-week program. It's 100 euros mm-hmm. to participate in Rookies, which covers just the rental fee that we pay the venue for those 10 weeks. Because there's always a fixed
2: venue that you guys go mm-hmm. to. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's training once a week, normally on Sundays, like Sunday mornings.
0: And so case in point, then once someone is done with the training, they can decide if they want to join. Yes or if they want to participate in another way, etc. Yes, mm-hmm. and
4: our trainers will assess the mm-hmm. rookie at the end of the rookie program to see how safe they are, what do they need to work on, areas of improvement, and if they are actually ready to mm-hmm. join, because we might ask them to focus more on certain things, continue coming to training, but maybe not participate in contact just yet.
2: hmm and the good thing about rookies is like me and Lipso did rookies together it's like you're all like you're learning so many things at the same time you see people like struggling through the same things but like I Mm -hmm. feel like you get a really strong bond out of that Uh Mm -hmm. like to this day like she's one of my favorite people to play with because I feel like I just look at her and she knows what I'm gonna do (laughs) like I don't even have to talk to her so I feel like because it's not just like you're not joining individually and these, there's this hard, huge group of people you don't know, like you're all joining together and like you build your skills up together, you encourage each other and it's very magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is
0: what I'm seeing. It's not so much about the sport. The sport is obviously a big part of it, but there's this beautiful community that you guys have built where people can come in, feel, be themselves, feel at home mm-hmm. uh, and maybe discover a new side of themselves that they didn't know before.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We do a lot of social events as well. So that's me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I organize a lot of events. So we have like cute little Christmases. Oh, the Christmas crafts. The Christmas crafts. We made made, like baubles. It was really
2: cute. We're very wholesome.
3: We (laughs) have like beach barbecues. We've got a baby shower coming up. (laughs) I'm really excited. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit different, you know, a baby shower. (laughs) That's so amazing. yeah, it's nice. We do a lot of stuff outside. We've had like pub quizzes. Yeah. Fundraising. Fundraising. Yeah. Yeah. Fundraising. That's also another
1: reason you should follow our pages because we always need to we um, need a bit of help, you know, it's okay. Yeah, if you want if you think this is definitely not for you, but you want you Think us? we're doing a, something cool. Um, you can always donate.
4: Lo- we have a donate page on our website. So, there's all the information over there. We are an NGO, we have a bank account,
1: and uh, everything's legit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: But the events are a way to, to support us also. Mm-hmm. And so the
0: events are open to everybody, and particularly their queer safe spaces yes, and trans definitely. safe spaces. So,
2: mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a big part of it. Yes, we also sometimes have like one of skating lessons. So, if you cool. like follow the page, like you can be like, oh, for example, next week there's like the skate lesson you can it's like two hours long normally not even that you can borrow skates try it out
4: yeah Mm -hmm. if you're if if you're interested definitely sign up immediately because they get fully booked yeah oh yes yes, like set
2: out like very quickly
3: or if you're like a hr in a company we also do like corporate events so you can like you and your team can come and skate and we'll provide the skates and everything and show you how to do it and everyone has fun
2: then yes, and you fun. see all your colleagues falling, and it's so much fun, you know? It humbles them. <laughs> Have a look at HR again fun. in the same way.
3: <laughs>
0: and the, is that in particular open to everyone? So can mm-hmm. men yes. participate as well? Then? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We'll something they it. can do. No, but they I can just... also <laughs> ref. Wait, wait, <laughs> they wait. can ref, yes, right. So right, they, can right, can they can't
2: right. play derby. That's the only thing they can't do. If but, we're having a skating lesson, they can join. Yeah, they're very exactly. welcome, to. If they want to join rookies, they can. Just they would be reffing instead of playing. Mm -hmm. If they want to be an NSO, if they want to be an official, Mm -hmm. they can. Mm -hmm. Uh
3: It's not derby. Or even there was a point where we had two guys that were referees. They were able to do like contact drills against each other. So Mm -hmm. they can't get involved in that. They just can't play the whole game.
2: Like during training, maybe they can do contact with Mm -hmm. us. Like on an official game, they wouldn't be able to.
1: Just wanted to add, like, um, for us to be able to make roller derby bigger on the island, we, we have also had to maybe not create skate culture like roller skating culture but try working on that too yeah you have to generate Um, interest in it exactly so Mm -hmm. i mean if people have an idea of what roller skating feels like they might be a bit more interested in following roller derby or or participating Mm -hmm. in it so that's something we're also working on like actually having people who have roller skated before or or, you know can do it
2: and you get to join the wonderful community and get best friends. That's, that's <laughs> so what I'm make seeing.
0: Of. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. That was very informative, very <laughs> enlightening. So, are you convinced? <laughs> are you coming to join? <laughs> Listen. I can come. You might tell me to piss off. Because I won't be any good at it. So I don't. Oh,
2: we okay. never tell anyone to piss off. We're very but, like, patient. Be better. You know, we'll help you. <laughs> you see, you
3: see, you're Very convincing. Could you at least try, like, just getting some skates on? <laughs> tell me, tell
0: me <laughs> when, and when, and then I'll come. It's fine. I mean,
3: okay. I'm, like i saying, I might fall. That's
0: <laughs> fine. Oh, cool. We'll give you such good knee pads. Well, everyone
1: needs to fall. Well, otherwise, you won't learn.
0: To get back up, you see, yeah. I feel like there's so part much about part. mindset yes. and life. <laughs> this is beyond sports. it's beyond skating. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thanks for listening to More Than Friends. Be sure to like, follow and subscribe on your platform of choice to get notified about our next episode. If you or someone you know is struggling with their sexuality, there's help out there. ARC, Richmond Foundation and MGRM offer support services for people of all ages.